Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. You know that phrase, one good turn deserves another? What about the opposite? Does one bad turn deserve another bad turn? Maybe. Maybe not. Today's Morning Story explores the possibility that maybe the best thing to do with a bad turn is something nice. We call our story, Heal This Book. Slowly, one by one, two by two, books started being discovered. There would be these weird eye shapes carved out of either the cover of the book or deep into the text. This person used the card catalog and did a subject search and found books about gay and lesbian, bisexual and transgender issues, uh, books about HIV and AIDS, and books about women's health issues generally. And some false hits, almost comical things, a book about the Enola Gay, a book by Peter Gay. So this person was determined. I love ripping books apart. I, I really get into it. We have a, a session called um, Book Mutilation Therapy, and then I bring in all my power tools. I'm Jim Van Buskirk, and I'm the program manager at the San Francisco Public Library. It was pretty nerve-wracking. This was a person who was very angry and had a very sharp object. And I personally didn't think it was that big a leap from carving up books to carving up people. We had made inventories of the books, which now totaled 600, and the next step was to throw them away. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't complete the perpetrator's goal of removing this material from the San Francisco Public Library. I couldn't do it. So I started talking to some friends who are artists, and we started brainstorming. And they said, well, you know, we make artwork out of altered books. I'm Jody Alexander, and I'm a book artist. And the way I get my students into it is I have them bring a book that they hate, maybe an old algebra book or, you know, a teen romance that's just really awful. or um, and And it's... It's amazing. It, it is therapy. You should see some of these people just, um, you know, getting a lot out on these poor books. My name is Everett Erlinson, and I'm a curator here at the San Francisco Public Library. When the artwork started coming in, we saw how much of it there was and how much effort and thought, just passion, went into creating these things. This comes from a, a Jody Alexander from Felton, California. Sometimes in order for something to get better, first it needs to get a lot worse. Before I could heal this book, I needed to take the destruction much further than the vandal did, and then stitch it back together and make it something good again. In putting it back together, I chose to focus on the most human element of the book, which is the inscription on the, the title inscription page. inscription on the title page. The author of the book had um, inscribed it to somebody named Richard, and it said to Richard with good warm wishes from Robert Cromie. I felt like that was the most human part of, of my book, and the slash happened to go right through it. It's just such a hateful thing. It affected so many people from, you know, the librarians to the public. 
His name was John Perkins. He was uh, arrested. He pleaded no contest to the crime with a hate crime enhancement. He was required to pay restitution to the library, to do community service and uh, mandatory counseling, but he was not incarcerated. I think when I walked into the galleries, when everything was all installed and under the lights and in the cases, I was just blown away. I was practically in tears because what had been hateful and disgusting and creepy was now joyous and celebratory. So it felt like each artist had done an act of activism, had transformed the piece they'd been given. And so now the room was filled with positive energy. That was today's morning story produced by Peter Crimmins called Heal This Book. I'm here in the studio with uh, Gary Mott. Hi, Gary. What a great story. It's a very interesting little gift that we got from Peter Crimmins. I, I ran into him at a um, seminar that was discussing how to make a pitch for your story to one of the big public radio programs like This American Life or All Things Considered or whatnot. And Peter was gutsy enough to stand up in front of the whole group and pitch the idea of this uh, series of interviews that he had done with people at the San Francisco Public Library. As soon as he sat down, three of us popped up from the audience. Me, a guy from the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the third person, and we converged on him. We said, Peter, this is a great story. Can we work with you on it? He was kind enough to uh, accept my offer. He sent some tapes over and we put it together. It was a great exercise for us because you know, normally we are on the prowl for uh, people we know mm -hmm. that uh, would be good storytellers, and then we bring them in and we school them in the art of what we're all about, and then we record them. But in this case, you know, Peter had done all the real legwork for us. It was great. It was a real pickup. And uh, speaking about uh, real pickups, I got one myself the other day from uh, a fellow in Boston named Robbie Jane. Well, right off the bat, I can Robbie. say it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. You are the most dapper guest oh, we've ever had thank you. on Drive Time. Well, coming from you, that's a compliment. Should I give you my first impression of your studio, which sure, I, please do. I've seen already uh, on my iTunes? Robbie produces this uh, uh, video podcast called Drive Time. Gary, you've seen that, haven't you? You downloaded it from uh, iTunes. I have. I gather he has several cars. Uh, uh, the one that he drives around most in is, is an old Audi, and he calls it his Studio A. And as long as you are on his work route in the Boston area and are interested in talking to him, well, he'd seriously like to consider having you as a guest. Hi, welcome to Drive Time. Although sometimes I do bike to work, I don't know if I'll try to videotape while I bike. That might be a little too dangerous. But the um, basic premise is I'm going to try to shoot these during the week and uh, post Friday morning. I would love to have some guests, but I really can't deviate from my commute. So if you do need a ride from Jamaica Plain to Alston, or you know, I'm passing through Coolidge Corner right now, Brookline to Alston, I could even stop in Harvard Square. Or uh, the reverse of that, uh, let me know.
You've got something going on. Each episode on. is different, Gary. I mean, what he ends up doing with it, how he uses the car space, what happens around the car. So I just can't wait to download this stuff. I wish I would have uh, known him back when I lived in Jamaica Plain mm. some years back. Watching his podcast, I could identify the the roads, you know, between JP and uh, his workplace. People are saying, you know, oh, well, a video. I know what a video means, or I know what an audio means when it comes to a podcast. It's just like, say, television, or it's just like radio. But we're learning that it's not. It can be something used in a whole new way. You go driving down the street, and all of a sudden, there's this car next to you, and there are lights on inside it, and a guy's got a camera, and he's talking to somebody. It's a studio. We're certainly grateful for the uh, arrangements that put the air in our tires. That's Ipswich. Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software. Our sponsors, pretty much since we became a podcast many, many shows ago. That's I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And our website, wgbh.org slash morningstories. And our talkback mechanism, our email address, that old-fashioned email, Morning stories at wgbh.org. Don't hesitate to send us some story ideas of your own. Maybe you've got something that, that this particular story today reminded you of. And if not, maybe next week's story. In any event, we'll see you then next Friday on the podcast. Take care.